Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, and then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012, and guess what? It is the 21st day of August 2016. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from the Sully Baseball Studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager, Bob Melvin, and just down the 101 from AT&T Park, the home of the San Francisco Giants. Hey, uh, I hope uh, some of you got to see Spaceman. Uh, either get it on video on demand, uh, get it on iTunes. If you're in one of the theaters in, in San Francisco, Los Angeles, Boston, New York, if you're in any of those places, uh, please check it out. Uh, it's a really good, funny movie, and I'm proud that I have a you know a, a small but pretty funny and memorable part in the film as a, a mailman who gets into a fight. But it's you know it's it's a it's a good movie, and I hope it's the sort of thing that uh, <clears throat> finds legs. You know that people will. Yeah, it's not going to be Transformers at the box office, but it's going to be hopefully a film that people will find, discover, and feel good about. It's a good, solid, fun movie, and I'm proud to be a part of it. Lots of games going on today, and we're going to cover some of that uh, on a later date because I want to go over a Sunday request. And this comes from one of my really devoted listeners and followers on Twitter, uh, Julie Stone. Julie Stone sent this one to me, and she said, Hey, Sully. Uh, Sunday request for you. What are your thoughts on Kurt Schilling and politics? Now, um, yeah, uh, I, I'm going to try my best to not get political here. Um, it's tough because the lines of what is political and what isn't political these days especially in the day and age of social media and things, not even a 24-hour news cycle, like a a 24-minute news cycle, has made it kind of bizarre. I'm not going to... I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you probably can, you know, see that some of my politics skews a little to the left, although I really don't think it does. I think it is kind of what is a true... uh, I, true liberty, live the way you want to live and treat other people with respect and know that the, you know, have a strong enough government that if, to make sure the place doesn't fall apart. We need some, we need the streets paved, we need decent schools, and we need someone to check the fruit, as Lewis Black would say. But I also don't want, you know, I, I'm not going to get into all that because it's, I'm, there's, I have voted Republican and I have voted Democrat in the past, depending on the candidate, depending on the issue. I am the very definition of a centrist. So I I think that when I hear politics and everything, I have definite points of view, but I know it doesn't necessarily belong on a place like this. I've had people say I'm political when I say things like, we shouldn't be harder on domestic violence, we should be open-minded on gay rights issues. I said, that's not being political, that's called being a decent human being. But I, I'm not going to get into endorsements or anything like that, but I think everyone can kind of agree that that this particular election has gone cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And so when you have someone like Kurt Schilling 
saying, hey, I want to run for president. Or no, what is not, not for president. He wants to run. No, to Kurt Schilling's credit, he's not saying president. He's saying uh, he wants to run against Elizabeth Warren in, for the seat in the United States Senate um, against uh, Elizabeth Warren in Massachusetts. <clears throat> well, there's there are several things that you can immediately dismiss. Um, Elizabeth Warren is a very powerful senator. She's a very popular senator. And she's a very influential senator. And with deep roots in what is traditionally a very, very blue state in Massachusetts. And Kurt Schilling is someone who can't shut up, blathers about stuff. He's really smart and good about some things and really not so good and smart about other things. But he loves to just tweet things out and scrap with people. He scrapped with your pal Sully. I got into an argument with Kurt Schilling. It wasn't an argument. I mean, we went over this already. It wasn't really an argument. What it was was it was a discussion of evolution. I'm thinking, like, why, why is your pal Sully, video maker, comedian, podcaster, talking about a biological evolution with Kurt Schilling, arguably a Hall of Fame pitcher? Neither one of us is a biologist. This should be a conversation where someone is asking a biologist questions. But instead, it turned into me taking the role of a biologist and saying, um, there is evidence for biological evolution. And by the way, if you're listening to me now and you think that taking a position that there, that there is evidence for biological evolution, and if you think that's a political stance, do me a favor, unsubscribe to me. I don't need your listen if you think reality and science are a scientific issue. Okay, that's my one little plea to you. Okay, back to the podcast. And, you know, he was going on and he was saying some things that didn't quite make sense. And I wasn't being disrespectful. I was pointing out where some of the statements he made were incorrect. And, and I made a point constantly to say, I'm a big fan Thank you for 2004. Thank you for 2007. Hell, thank you for 2001. Kurt Schilling was always one of my favorite players. He's not been one of my favorite biologists, nor politicians. You know, I don't always know what someone's like when they're not on the field, except we're pretty sure what Kurt Schilling's like because he's always on. Now, he can't stop tweeting, he can't stop saying things that are lightning rod things, and he can't stop being argumentative and, and not want and, and, and not seeing that the other side could have a point. And he thinks that everyone's interested in what he's saying, and he sometimes tweets out things that are oh I hate to use the term politically incorrect. Because it makes it sound like the only reason why some of these things are bad are because of oversensitivity. I find most times when people complain about political correctiveness, they're complaining about things that in 20 years will be cringing, going, God, people used to say that? Yeah, people did. Remember that when people talk about political correctiveness. But 
he wants to go against Elizabeth Warren, who is a wonderful debater and who could, you know, he can give a lot more than she takes. And she will absolutely, you know, demolish him in any sort of debate. And is someone who is, as I said, has strong ties. The things I said that I admire about Schilling is that, like, sometimes you see people say, I'm just going to run for president. I'm going to run for president. I said, really? Not comptroller? Not city council? You want to be the top. You want to be the, the, the top of the chain without figuring out how things work, without building your way up. You know, that's, you know, someone coming out of high school saying, you know, I want to be the, I can't think of anything as absurd as I just want to be the president. Like, I want to be the, the, the starting pitcher for the Red Sox. Well, you got to go through the minor leagues. You got to build your way up. Nope, just put me on the mound. You know, you got to prove yourself. And what I admire about Kurt is that he's at least not aiming for the presidency. Now, I would, if I were Kurt, I don't know, aim for city council, aim for mayor, work your way up, help. You know, Clint Eastwood didn't run for president. He ran for mayor of Carmel, and he nailed it. So, I mean, I, I would say that. Um, there are some definite things that, uh, oh, I don't know, would go against Kurt in any race. Uh, the fact that he's gone on and on against government help and government handouts, and then he went to Rhode Island, got a huge government handout for his uh for his uh, video game business, and when that absolutely collapsed, he it was shady. It was clear that he got some huge deals from the state because the state of Rhode Island said, it's Kurt Schilling, I love 2004, I love the bloody sock, how much money you need? So anytime you could take a huge stance publicly and then be shown, hey, uh, you do the exact opposite yeah, it's easy to paint with that brush. It's easy to paint with the brush that he's a, a crazy blowhard on Twitter. And, you know, that he is... I, look it, I'm not saying Kurt Schilling's dumb. He could be a very smart dude for all I know. But he's also... I don't know if he's someone I want to be in charge of making big decisions in my state and be raising his hand in votes in the Senate. I think he'd be, be demolished... I think this is clearly another case of celebrity culture and saying, hey, I want to run against Liz Warren. I think he was mad at something. He said, hey, I live in Massachusetts. I thought you lived in Rhode Island. Oh, you don't live there anymore. And to go off, and there you go. And where his name as a world champion Red Sox still has cachet, a two-time world champion Red Sox, of which, if you can't see me doing right now, I'm currently tipping my cap to him. So... It's an absurd thing. It's clear he was having an interview and clearly said something. He doesn't have much of a filter. Doesn't have much of a filter at all. But wait a minute. Doesn't that sound familiar? It's funny that Schilling, I saw one of the tweets he sends. I had to unsubscribe to him because my computer caught on fire one day from all the tweets he sent. But he was trashing Trump at one point. I don't know if he's a Trump supporter now. But he was trashing Trump for insulting instead of leading. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And in fact, you know, to be fair, there's one reason why I don't mind taking an occasional swing at Trump, because I don't think that that's about politics. Most of the friends I know who are Republicans are against him. 
but he is a result of, you know, Kardashian culture, celebrity worship, and that everyone is, you know, the, the, the news cycle focused on Trump instead of all the other boring people. Well, it's more fun to watch the pig on fire than it is to watch someone going on and on about policy. And no one thought he would get this far. Nobody. I don't, I'm convinced Donald Trump didn't think he was going to get this far. I think he was doing it because oh, I got to sell some books and uh, you know, get some attention for my casinos, and you know, and I'll, and I'll eventually back out like he did in 2012. And the next thing you know, he's the nominee, and he's looking around going, you know, we have this campaign which is fascinating to watch, but you know, it's probably not going to be all that successful. Ah, oh, but wait a minute. It may not be successful because of the national, it's a, you know, it's a national election, but could someone win on a local, even against someone with deep roots? We saw what happened in, two, uh, in 1998 when, I believe it was Hubert Humphrey's son, grandson, you can't get more deeper roots in Minnesota than the Hubert Humphrey family and was defeated for the governor by freaking Jesse the Body Ventura, who was running as a third party, and everyone thought, oh, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of funny that Jesse Ventura's running. Boom, Governor Ventura. It could, it's, it's, could happen on a smaller level. Could happen if there's a backlash against Warren or something. Now, it's not likely, because, here's a sentence that's weird, Jesse the Body Ventura seems more centered and more of a politician than Kurt Schilling, which is, I think, more of a statement against Kurt Schilling because I have basically said a man who used to walk into a wrestling ring with a feather boa is more of a statesman than Kurt Schilling. But things can happen. Strange upsets have happened. I think that the possibilities are minuscule, but so were the possibilities that the Red Sox were going to win the 2004 ALCS, down three games to none, facing Mariano Rivera, three outs away from being swept. I think I just wrote the campaign for Kurt Schilling right there. But let me tell you what I think I'd like to see as an alternative. Because Kurt Schilling versus Elizabeth Warren, nothing positive can happen from that. Warren, in terms of debating, in terms of knowledge of government, would demolish him. Uh, but it also would turn, there would the, so many possibility of ugly roads that can go down that it wouldn't even be entertained, no matter who wins that election. Ah, but there is an election in New England between the left and the right. The far left and the far right could clash on the fields of New England politically. And all Red Sox fans would rejoice on this. It would be the greatest political debate in the history since Lincoln-Douglas. And it would bring Red Sox fans out, Red Sox fans of the left and Red Sox fans of the right. And some of you may know where I'm going with this because I talked about it a little bit at the top. We've been talking about whom? Kurt Schilling. Who did we begin talking about? 
we began this podcast talking about Spaceman. Bill Lee wants to run for the governor of Vermont. Kurt Schilling, I beg you, you've lived in Massachusetts. You spent a lot of Rhode Island's money. We've checked two of the boxes of New England off. Oh, you were employed by ESPN. They are in Bristol, Connecticut. That's a third New England state. Time for another New England state. Move to Vermont. Go to Vermont and run for the governor of Vermont. Because I want to, and not only I want to, everyone who is breathing in oxygen and breathing out carbon dioxide and currently listening to my voice wants to see this. I want to see a debate between Bill Lee and Kurt Schilling for the governor of Vermont. It would be wonderful. It would be glorious. Everyone would win. And it would be the ultimate. And they, they have to do it with their Red Sox uniforms on. And it has to be moderated by Jerry Remy. Look at it. Kurt, Elizabeth Warren would kick your butt. It would be embarrassing. But you against Bill Lee, I can't honestly tell you who would win. It would probably be whoever is running on the Democratic ticket, but let's, you know, let's get to something else. So listen to me, folks. I don't want Kurt Schilling versus Elizabeth Warren because part of me just still wants to love Kurt and everything he did in 2004. I don't want bad taste in my mouth, and I don't want New England to have bad taste in my mouth, but there's too much positivity and theater from the other option. So, this is my political plea to Kurt Schilling to say, hey, Kurt, there is a platform for you. There is a place for you to get your chops and to clash against someone on the left. And it's someone who pitched in the World Series for the Red Sox, but unlike you, didn't win. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Hey, Julie Stone, thanks so much for the suggestion. And if you have something you want me to talk about on the Sunday Request, send it to me via Sully Baseball or at Sully Baseball or around Sully Baseball on Twitter. And if you want to talk to me about the merits of natural selection, biological evolution, small change over time, for the love of God, please just talk to a biologist. Don't talk to a baseball podcaster. And Kurt Schilling, you and I may not see eye to eye politically, spiritually, or biologically, But listen to me, Vermont, Governor, Bill Lee, what could go wrong? How could it be worse than your video game in Rhode Island? So go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram, I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. This has been 
the closest you're going to get to a political podcast on August 21st, 2016. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.